0: This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Mike Murphy. Thank you, Charlie. I am Mike Murphy, the host of the Good Neighbor Podcast. The Good Neighbor Podcast is designed to help bring local businesses together with the residents they serve here in the Northern Kentucky area. And with me today is a friend of mine, Eileen Taylor. And Eileen is a local realtor with NKY Sold at Huff Realty. So um, she's somebody that I have a lot of respect for. And when she found out I was doing this podcast, she raised her hand and said, ooh, 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 pick me, pick me. And so (laughs) I did. (laughs) Yes,
1: yes, I did. And yes, you did.
0: So um, I'm proud and happy to introduce to all of you Eileen Taylor today. So Eileen, welcome to the Good Neighbor podcast, and please um, tell the listeners all about NKY Sold at Huff Realty.
1: Thanks, Mike. I am excited to be here, so I appreciate you picking me fairly early in this venture to have on your show. Um, NKY Sold is a little unique. There's very few partnerships in real estate. Most people work either for their broker specifically, or they might have a team of agents, Um But I partner right now with Greg Ryan. Uh, He and I worked together as team agents in the past, and I know how he runs his business. And it was very complimentary and similar to how I run my business. So we formed our own brand. We feel like there's a little bit of power in numbers to promote NKY Sold in our community. Um, But we're also there to support each other as far as uh, sometimes a realtor needs to take their family on vacation. And when they do that, it sure is nice to have another good, qualified uh, real estate professional to leave in in your place who I can count on to take good care of my clients. So um, that's who we are. Uh, Both of us have been in the business a number of years. I've been in the business about 15 years. Greg's probably been in the business about 12 years so there's a lot of experience behind NKY Sold.
0: I've met Greg before. He's a friend as well. Big, strapping, redheaded fella. <laughs> great guy, great family man, um, wonderful kids. And he lives he lives here in Union, not too far from me. So, you know, I run into him every now and again. And um, so you guys are a pretty powerful team. And I have loved watching you guys work together um, for the past, I guess, how many years has it been you guys
1: have been together, you said? We've we've been together since 2022, uh, February specifically. Um, uh, yes. And with regards to family, yes, that's probably one of the key things that brought us together. I knew his wife. Well, she's a special ed teacher who took care of my son, Jackson. And, um, I have the great honor of being able to take care of their children now and again when they want to have a night out. So we sure. definitely have a very collaborative uh, relationship, both professionally and personally.
0: That's how business works many times. Yes. Yep.
1: Well, I just feel like it's very unique and and feel really blessed that this has all come together the way it has.
0: So how did you enter real estate? What's your story?
1: Oh, that's a great story. I was thinking about this. So um I bought my first home in 1995, and by 2003, eight years later, I was purchasing my fourth home. So there was a lot of moving in eight years. And through the process of being a buyer multiple times, seller multiple times, I realized I really loved the whole process of positioning your home in the market, you know, comparing. We all do that. We all go online and see what our house is worth compared to the one that sold down the street or nearby. Um, But the whole concept of getting it, excuse me, um, getting it show ready and staging it and making sure it's at its most marketable state really interested me. Although I'm not really a great stager myself, I knew to call on friends who were to come in and help me make my house look great. So selling my home was just kind of an exciting thing to do. But buying a home also, as any of us who've owned a home before understand, it's a high stakes situation. You're trying to make the best financial decision along with making a decision about what will serve your family best. And then there's the whole aesthetic portion of it of, well, I just love it. It's so beautiful. So um, there's been a lot of lessons learned just from personally going through that process myself. I, I remember that 2003 sale and purchase when we bought, we were buying in Green Bay, Wisconsin. And that's actually where I got my real estate license was when we were living in Green Bay. Um, and I remember I fell in love with a house that was just incredibly beautiful. <clears throat> and my husband lobbied so hard against it because financially it didn't make sense. We could get a house with more square footage for a better price. And so I took a deep breath and I listened to him and I went back to the house with a better square footage and had a different outlook when I walked through the door and then saw the things I could change to make myself love it. And that's what we did while we lived there. And it really turned out for the best. So that's, that's a good lesson to learn, right? Sometimes pretty is not the most, is not the best value. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, uh, you know, just having that experience and then, you know, many, many, um, experiences from that point on. That's what makes you valuable to your clients today.
1: Yes. And I I do approach real estate with that. I've been there. I've been you. I've been the buyer. I've been the seller multiple times. And um, it's important to have that kind of empathy and to really understand that no matter what, the person who's the buyer, it's their decision. It's their likes and dislikes that matter far more than mine. And that's what I'm there
0: to serve. Well, you know, I've I've done a few, um, you know, buying and selling of homes through the years, and everybody tends to think they know more than they really do. So, um, it's not, and it's not until you come across um, a, a good realtor and you under and you see the transaction through their filter that you truly understand the value of using um, a real estate professional to do these deals, because if you think you can just sell it on your own, I mean, it's done, but um, I've I've also seen it go really bad. So thank God for uh, the realtors of the world, because you do end up at the end of the day saving us headache, saving us money and time (laughs)
1: There, there. There are so many things I could say about what we do that people might not understand. And one of them is I always Consider myself the emotional sponge between my client, myself, the other client, the other agent, and myself. Emotions run really high in real estate because you're spending a huge amount of money. It's probably the biggest purchase anybody does, unless you might be buying a business for yourself. And because of that, and because the stakes are so high, everybody gets animated, anxious really quickly. And that tends to bring out the worst in most of us humans. So that's where it becomes imperative that as an agent, you try to remain calm. You let any negative energies that come at you, whether it's from your client or the other agent or the other client, and just let it stop with you and not pass it on and keep it out of the transaction as much as you can. And it's a little costly as an agent. I mean, that's probably one of the things that people don't understand the most about real estate is the emotional toll that a a good real estate agent is going to take in a way to just not let somebody's anxiety or anger or anything like that get passed on and, and, affect the deal. You need to try to calm all that down and keep Mm -hmm. working towards the best outcome of your client.
0: So as you're explaining that, it it kind of dawned on me that it it dovetails into one of my questions or one of my, I guess, um, observations is, you know, there are many, many realtors out there in the world and you could pick, you know, from all of them and you know, you could make a great choice. You can make a, a, you know, ultimately what turns out to be a bad choice, but it just comes down to making sure that you find the right fit partner for you. So that means different things to different people. So I know that, you know, one of the things I think about when I think of you is um, you, you like to educate um, you have a calming presence about you and you're a nurturer. You, you, you nurture your clients through the process. That's something that will come in quite handy when you have to deliver frustrating news or bad news or, you know, put on your diplomatic hat and help them understand that if we're going to sell this house, you're going to have to do some staging or clean up the front of this place, you know, so that you can boost that curb appeal. I mean,
1: it is the hardest part (laughs) of real estate is having to tell someone that their product is less than the best, (laughs) put it that way. Um, And to try to encourage them to make it as best as they possibly can. Um, Also not not bringing the best price. And that's one of the things that happens in in our industry frequently is, you know, that there's a term buying the listing. And what that means is that an agent might come in with a razzle dazzle price. Hey, I can sell your house for And and it's really a lot of fluff and not substantiated by any market data or realistic. And it gets very exciting for the seller. But then ultimately what ends up happening is there's price reductions and longer days on market and maybe the person who came to you with more of an honest price that wasn't the highest price was actually the person you should have listened to and gone with because they were being honest, basing their their price on the data at hand. So yes, going back to that being an educator, that's part of the whole process is, I wanna be able to show you the data that I see. I am the source of the data, but we're gonna evaluate that data as a a partnership. Um, I trust that the people I work with are, can see what I see and we can we can have an open conversation about the pros and cons of the, your home versus this other home that sold, what's better, what's worse, um, and come to some sense of what your house would then be worth compared to everything else in the neighborhood that sold. I mean, it's collaborative experience. It's not just me. Um, I think where my expertise comes into play is, the fact that I've walked through thousands of doors with buyers and I then see houses through a buyer's eyes and I have the sense of what they're going to like and not like when they walk through a house. Because everyone has your own personal opinion about decor and other things, location. Um, but there is a general consensus when you walk through houses enough with enough people that you can see some some themes that develop. Mm-hmm. And that really helps me counsel when I go into a house to say, look, most buyers are going to want this, not that. You know, Maybe add this feature to your house and it'll make it more appealing or maybe take away this feature and it will appeal to a broader number of our market.
0: Well, I see how hard all my realtor buddies work in real estate, excuse me, when you are in the thick of a deal and multiple deals, you really can't turn it off. It occupies your um, headspace 24-7, 365, it seems. I think you need to
1: explain that to my husband. (laughs) (laughs) Right,
0: I know. So, you know, you have to turn it off sometime though, right? So what do you do for fun? How do you shut that part of your brain down? and escape it
1: I don't do a lot Uh, I need to find more fun that's the that's the truth I will say I love movies um I will watch almost anything except horror and gore I can't can't take that um but i can just i would be the world's worst movie critic cuz almost anything is okay with me like if you tell me a story i'm good with it it doesn't have to be a good story just tell me a story so i do like to sit and watch movies to go out to the movies or just watch at home by streaming something um it probably is the best way for me to just my brain turns off and i'm gone and i'm all into this this story of, that is being told to me and i you know yeah. I, don't try to ask me a question. I, I'm not there.
0: <laughs> yeah, I like to escape into movies as well, although I do like the horror and the gory stuff. And I'm a roller coaster guy. You know, that's if, if I could ride <laughs> a roller coaster every day, I would.
1: You know, I was a roller coaster person when I was young. And then somewhere in my early 40s, I got on a roller coaster and realized it physically hurt to be on a <laughs> roller coaster. So I'm like, hmm, maybe I should rethink this.
0: Not like that the, it's not
1: fun. Just, I prefer
0: to think of it as it's keeping my joints loose as I, as I right.
1: age. <laughs> it's cheaper than a chiropractor. Just... Yeah,
0: correct. So if there was one thing that you wanted a new home buyer, um, the person who's making their first transaction and they're looking for a realtor, what's, what's the first point of advice you would give somebody in that position?
1: Well, the very first thing that I think someone who wants to buy a home should do is actually talk to a lender.
0: Okay. We
1: are actually the second step. And I think that that's what happens most often is that the first thing they do is they look at houses online and they get connected with a real estate agent. And I can certainly recommend some good loan officers, but ultimately home buyers need to do their math first as hard as it is or unpleasant as math can be, you need to find a lender to help you run through the numbers of understanding what it takes to buy a home financially. What kind of down payment are we talking about? What does that mean your payment's gonna look like? If, you know, for example, if you can afford $2,000 a month in in rent, what does that mean? How much house can you then buy for your $2,000 a month? And I feel like that oftentimes first-time homebuyers don't understand what budget they're in because they haven't done that math first. And they might spend a lot of time looking at houses that are beyond their reach and then be disappointed when we actually go hit the ground and start looking at houses, or they might shoot under what they can actually afford, not realize that there's more out there that they they can reach. So, I have to say, it's really not so much about the realtor to start with. It's about mm-hmm. the lender. They need to find somebody who's good about helping them with the math.
0: That is great advice. I can tell you, um, having gone through it myself, you eventually figure that out anyways. <laughs> so rather than having to go back and um, you know kind of start from square one, you help them figure out what square one really truly is or should be. Yes. we shouldn't go shopping without a budget you know you have to know what's realistic and again kind of saving that pain and heartache so that's great advice so thank you for sharing that sure well um people um that are listening say wow i like this eileen i want to do business with eileen so how <laughs> do they reach eileen what are they All
1: the best I am probably one of those realtors who doesn't turn their phone off enough. So I have a cell phone number that I answer almost all the time when it rings. And that's the very first best way to get a hold of me is by my cell phone number. I will tell it to you now. And hopefully, uh, Mike, you can replay that at the end. But my cell number is 859-322-5885. And that is the very best way to reach me. I can be found online. I have a Facebook page. Um, NKY Sold is our Facebook page. NKYsold.com is our our website. So you're welcome to just Google NKY Sold and you will find a way to me through that website.
0: Perfect. Well, I will make sure that people understand how to reach you um, when, we, when we post this up online. Um, but for now... Um, That's been a great conversation. So thanks for sharing with, uh, with me and with the listeners. Um, with that, I'll say my goodbyes and I will say to the world listening out there, be kind to your neighbors, be good to your neighbors. Yes. I'm sure you'll agree with me. Um, thanks for catching up with us us today, Eileen. I look forward to seeing you again. You're very welcome. Um, goodbye everybody till next time. Uh, See you at the next Good Neighbor Podcast. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast Union. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to GNPUnion.com. That's GNPUnion.com or call us at 859-651-8330.